What's up, what's up? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Growing Up Gay with your boy Vaughn. And your boy Malik. What's happening? Malik, how have you been since we last recorded? It's been about two weeks. It's been about two weeks, <laughs> um, you know. Yeah, pardon us for that slight, you know. Hiccup. Things happen. Things right, happen. Life happens. I, I, listen, um, y'all, last week I was in a sick and shut-in. A bitch could not come out. Uh, couldn't. But before then, you were in New York. Well, yes, but... Yeah, well, last weekend I was in New York, and then the weekend before that, uh, I was I, I was not well. Um, but I've been well. I, I hung out in New York over the weekend with Bonnie Boy and and Wesley, and just had an amazing amazing weekend in New York. We how did. we always do, filled with banter and just smiles and laughter. We got to go to the Pod and Live NYC event, which was. So much fun. So many beautiful it black was. people there. Right? Yes, it was. It was. It really was. Yeah. Um, so that was a great event. Shout out to um, Pod and Live NYC. Um, that was a really dope event. Um, and so, <laughs> funny thing, I've started back training to tumble. So I've been back with a tumble. I saw that on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about it. So I've been, I'm, I'm back with a tumbling coach and it is <laughs> the, the funniest thing, like going back, learning new skills and, or, and, or just like refreshing what you already have. So I plan on having a, a good, strong backhand spring. The bitch is about to be running around here, jumping around, doing all kind of crazy shit. <laughs> be careful. You're going to be doing yoga and bed, just flipping everywhere. Bitch and flipping everywhere. And so, and then this Sunday, I start back with my dance coach. So I am The bitch doing, is really back. The bitch is really back in her bag. <laughs> you know, I'm really about to be, I'm not, I'm not telling you what I'm preparing for. No, it's not a mixtape. No, it's not an album. Um, <laughs> what I'm preparing for is just, you know, life. And Malik Chella. Yeah, Malik Chella. Okay. Malik Chella. A whole a whole performance, a whole moment. Um yeah, so so I'm excited about um just refocusing myself into into a craft, the craft of, you know, dancing, the craft of, you know, um tumbling and, and, and acrobats, like just things that I I've always been passionate about, things I've always loved, but and just really recommitting myself to something to, you know, refresh, renew, self care. So I'm excited about that. That's what I've been doing. Work is going well. Friend, how are you? Um, I've been good. I've been going through a lot, especially at work, which we're going to get into. Mm. Um, but I've been good. I've had a really good week when it comes to like health and fitness. I've been eating clean all week. I've been to the gym every day. And like, I'm not going to lie. Like, just give your boy like a month and a half. And you know, like. <laughs> you going to be snatched for the gods. I'm going to be out here. Like, <laughs> no, but I just, no, I've been really liking being back in the gym and like enjoying my workouts and pacing myself and you know i'm trying to love on my body more and love on myself more and trying to focus on appreciating the body that i have and loving the body that i have come on lizzo like you know what i mean like <laughs> trying to try to get in my lizzo bag yes um but no i just realized that like i have a i really i feel like I said this to myself the other day. I was like, you know what? God gave you what you need to get where you need to get. Mm. You just have to refine what it is that you have. And like you said, Malik, focus your your attention and your your purpose and your craft. Focus on your your, your purpose and your craft and mm-hmm. and 
focus on refining what you already have and making what you have the best. Yep. And like, do with that what you can because you I have enough like I have a cute shape or whatever yeah I mean, you already like, that girl bitch yeah I mean the thighs a little thick yeah yes. like <laughs> nah but like I, I've been I've just been in the gym and like eating clean and trying to mind my business and not kill nobody's y'all over the mother. weekend Vaughn was sitting in a chair with his, with his legs crossed we were at a friend's house and I said damn bitch look at them thighs <laughs> Them thighs were so thick in them jeans. Just a little juicy. You know juicy. I mean? Yeah, I mean. Juicy, juicy, juicy. <laughs> I'm dying. Um, but no, I, I I used to be really jealous of people. And I still to this day am but jealous of people that have like thinner thighs. Because I'm like, yo, y'all can fit into all the pants. Yeah, for sure. Like all of the pants. Mm-hmm. Like everything. But but I'm also happy I don't have thin legs because I don't want to have Then that looks legs. crazy. Yeah, I ain't trying to be a chicken out here. So. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll take my little, my thicker legs and flourish. They're running the family. It's genetic, uh, but no, I've been good though. I've been, I've been good. I feel, I feel like much like you said. I feel refreshed, refocused, um, and I'm just, I'm ready for summer. I am so tired of the cold. Like New York has the worst spring I've ever experienced. I've experienced spring in Toronto. In Atlanta, in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, in Jamaica, in, you know, St. Croix, in a bunch of places. And New York spring was supposed to be like this moment. And it was, it's just been miserable. But today the weather's been really nice. But I've just been like, yo, if I have to wear a jacket in May, we got a problem. Boy, (laughs) please. (laughs) That is, and like a jacket, jacket, not like, oh, a light sweater, like a jacket. I had a thick ass wool sweater on Saturday. I'm not with it. Mother Nature needs. I know, like they're they're treating Earth horrible and all that. Mother Nature, like I'm with you, Dracarius. I feel you. Like fuck these <laughs> things up. But I need you to chill. Like I need. I just need 65 degrees and sunny. Like that's all I need Ugh. right now. Yeah, it's the Earth is definitely on fire. If if anybody saw Bill Nye's the Science Guy video, he made that very apparent. He did. That video was funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Bill was like, "Yo, y'all grown, so I'm gonna talk to y'all like y'all grown." Okay, <laughs> like, I'm sick of this shit. Yeah, but it, it was um, funny. They need to get it together. And speaking of getting it together, Malik. Yes, uh, get it together. So for those who are just now getting to the show, get it together is when Vaughn and I sound off on just shit that's happening in pop culture, in our lives, in media, in government, whatever. These are health wellness mental tips cool you got it you're in there so this week's my get it together is going to be about a first date i went on uh two weeks ago met this guy on tinder seemed cool right cute guy whatever now when i when i saw his pictures he looked really showy if you will you know he had on showy showy you know he looked really showy (laughs) that Um, sounds so shady (laughs) it it does you know and when i say showy, i'm really saying like pretentious he just looked really like you know he was he had and and i I didn't want to think that at first just because he had on like designer clothes but it was also the way the positions the way some of the pictures were positioned his body language it was just very you know how those instagram celebrities be like you 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 very much giving you influencer tease so 
I was like, okay, cool. We ended up chatting, whatever, whatever, whatever. We had a phone conversation. The phone conversation went really well. We ended up laughing, hitting it off. We said, cool, let's meet. What are we going to do? Taco Tuesday. You know niggas love a good Taco Tuesday. Oh, I love a Taco Tuesday. The day comes. It's We agree to meet at 7. It's 6.22. He texts me. He says, hey, are we still on for the night? I said, I said absolutely. I said, I text back and was like, are you running late? He said, um, of course. <laughs> come on, come on now. We know the niggas running late, obviously. But that's not what he said. What he said was, is, um, I'm leaving my house now. It depends on traffic. I said, okay. Once I get to the restaurant <laughs> at 7 o'clock, I text him. I say, hey, I'm here. I don't get a response from him. At 7.20, he texts me and says, I'm walking up. He walks in at 7.30. So at this point, he's 30 minutes late. And the last time I heard from him was when he uh, was texting me to let me know that, to confirm if we said we're going on the, on the date or not. When he walks into the restaurant, he has on sunglasses. As he walks into the restaurant, I'm sitting at the bar. He sits next to me with these sunglasses on. And I'm just sitting there like, whoa, is he going to take the sunglasses off? Um, I was just gonna say that Did he you take know them off? he never took the sunglasses off. So we 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 embrace, we hug each other. He sits down, um, and you know, first thing he says is, "Please excuse me for my tardiness." You know, one thing that you should know about me is that I'm either thirty minutes late or I'm just not gonna come. What? And I'm like, what? You know, at this point, I'm sitting there like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm like, oh, wow. The fuck kind of thing to say is that? I don't know. And so I'm like, oh, wow. And then he said, yeah, you know, I just like to be courteous, you know, and let people know up front how I am. And I'm like, okay, wow, cool. No, 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 nigga. If you were courteous, <laughs> you would do something about your clearly your clear issues with time like like your clear your clear issues with time management and your your clear issues with respect so we have a little small banter back and forth we ended up ordering a drink a drink at this point he said so how are you what's going on with you how you feeling today i said well honestly i'm just i'm really disappointed he said and then he like sighs and like drops his face into his hand and uh, he says, why are you disappointed? I said, well, first thing first, you're 30 minutes late, and then you didn't even have uh, the decency to let me know. And you're sitting here talking about how courteous you are. And I don't really think you are that courteous, because if you were courteous, you would have called me and said, or at least texted and said, I'm going to be 30 minutes late. Then he says, right. I, I did tell you. I said, when? He said, I told you when I texted you and told you that, that I was leaving my house and it depended on traffic. I said, do you that think that is not? I said, do you think that little gray little area was was supposed to tell me I was gonna automatically assume that you're late? He said, oh, I don't do the gray. I said, you absolutely do do the gray because you're doing it right here to me and right now. So I think after you and I have this drink, we should go our separate ways. He then looks at me and says, huh? As if he didn't understand what I just said. <laughs> I then leaned into him very close and I said, I think after this drink, you and I should go our separate ways. <laughs> and I was done. The drink came. We finished our drink. I asked for the check. He paid for the drink. 
And I walked out of the restaurant. He walked behind me. I shook his hand and said, nice meeting you. And I got on my scooter, bitch, and I scooted my ass back up Piedmont to my house. Goodbye. Yo, that is an awful day. That is an, that was, we were together approximately 10 minutes. That was the shortest date I've ever been on and the worst that I've ever been on. And I'm just thinking to myself, the audacity of someone to think that you can just do what you want to do and just get away with it. And you have conditioned yourself to think that it's okay to disrespect people's time and to not be courteous. And then to say that you're being courteous by telling me after you're 30 minutes late that from this point on, you're always going to be 30 minutes late. Nigga, if you don't get your big no-neck having ass the fuck up out of here... (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing, you guys. My preference is fit men, okay? Guys who know what a gym looks like. And I decided to come on off my little, you know. No. <laughs> I came off that and did something different. And this nigga brought his big ass up in there with, his big, with this big ass personality, this bad ass personality. Like he just had this air about him, this air, oh <laughs> like this air. It was so nasty. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, wow, you're not even that girl to think you're all that girl. Like, I know you wear designer clothes, but that's it. That's wow. it. <laughs> so, with that being said, to get it together is like respect people's time. And, and 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 in the words of um, <laughs> I'm dying, bitch. In the words of MC Deborah, stop coming in here thinking you fab. You're not fab like that, girl. Okay, you're not fab like that. Yo, <laughs> so niggas get it together. Respect people's time. Thank you. <laughs> I was not expecting. Any I'm not playing this season. You not bad like that, girl. Man, fucking down. <laughs> I was not expecting any of that. You said you coming here with your big no neck having ass. Like no neck. Neck was invisible, Ooh. bitch. It was gone. And I was sitting there Ooh. thinking, like, wow, you look way different from your pictures, bro. You know what I'm saying? I should have hit him with one of those. You were catfished. No, I wasn't catfished. It was definitely him, but in his in the pictures, he had a neck. And person it had disappeared. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Bitch. Woo. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you something. I have no problem with fat people. But bitch, you're not gonna you be you're, you're not gonna be fat and wrong. Stop, <laughs> That's what you're not gonna do to me. How dare you? And then you have this. This is ass, horrible. You have this pretentious ass oh, air. I cannot. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it was a bad first date, you guys, and it was. Ten, it lasted ten minutes. Ten minutes. I had to end Ooh. that shit. I was so proud of myself for standing up because in the past, you guys, I definitely would have just sat there and, been, and just been fuming, you know. But I said, Yo, no. What if Malik, he listens to the podcast? Bitch. If, if he listens to the podcast, so fucking what? This is no. I, it's just I, I was <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> it's rare to see Malik like get get out of his like <laughs> norm. 
Yeah, like you guys, this <sighs> as you as you can tell, this date really got it really ground mm-hmm. it really grinded my gears. It grinded it, it grinded, grinded my gears. gears. But <laughs> with that being said, well, 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 <laughs> that was um, a turn for the worse. <laughs> my get it together for this week. I actually have two because um, I'm always extra. <laughs> um, the first one is health based and it's every little bit counts. Right. Um, I think I've talked about this before where it's like, regardless of how, you know, your week may be going in regards to your health. Like if you have a bad day, a bad day doesn't have to turn into a bad weekend. A bad weekend doesn't have to turn into a bad week, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, um, this is more so for like taking accountability for the little things that you do that you think, Oh, this is like, Oh, this is small. It won't count. Mm. Or this is this. And you know what I mean? Like, and I, and I realized as someone that love, I love a snack. Mm. I am an old snacking ass nigga. Like I love a chip. I love like a cookie. Do you know, bitch, I'm a snacker. Publix had cookies. Buy one, get one free today. And I'm talking about... At Publix the ba- is good for a buy one, get one free? Oh, at damn. the bakery. At the bakery, bitch. Ooh, like, ooh. At the bakery. I bought a dozen chocolate chip and a dozen cranberry walnut. So you're just playing right in my face. I'm just playing right in my own face, talking about I'm going to Miami next month. But please carry on with your get it together. Forgive me. <laughs> so I, the reason why I wanted to touch on this, because I've made, like, little changes... Um, to kind of help with my journey, if you will. Um, one of those is ex- like excluding bananas from my morning smoothie. Mm. I have replaced it with um, organic Greek yogurt. Yes. Okay. It doesn't taste much different. Now, the organic Greek yogurt by itself, I'm not going to lie to y'all, that shit is not good. <laughs> like, every time I use the spoon and like I... I have a habit of just take like taking the, the residuals off of the spoon, just eating the residual. Off the, it is disgusting. However, in the smoothie, it's actually really good. Mm. Um, and bananas are like one of those things that do- doesn't help fight belly fat, and it actually adds to it. So that's one of the small little changes I've made. Um, water consumption. Mm. I used to drink a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of water. And and I don't drink soda or anything much now, but it's just I don't drink as much water as I used to. Like, I'm not a juice person as much or a soda. I don't. I rarely drink soda. And I'm not much of a juice person either, um, at least not now. But I just I've found myself, like, not drinking enough water. So one of the things that I'm, like, forcing myself to do is to try to drink, like, a good amount of water with every meal, even if it's not, like, a full, full meal. Even at breakfast – I used to normally just, like, eat breakfast and keep it moving. I never necessarily needed to drink something with breakfast because my breakfast is usually, like, a smoothie. Although now, because I'm, like, really getting into weights, I'm eating more mm-hmm. for breakfast, trying to have more protein. Um, but now I, like, force myself to drink water there, water with my breakfast. And even, like, if, if I'm hungry, if I find myself snackish, what I'm starting to do now is to drink water and see if, like, the snack craving goes away. Because I was reading... Um, this website and the it was about like f- fighting snacking and it was like a lot of the times people are hungry quote unquote hungry for snacks but they're, they're really, really just thirsty, thirsty. Mm-hmm. They're really right just thirsty. and, and yeah. the the body has I guess like the same reaction 
Um, so it's like try to drink something first to see if you're actually like snackish and hungry or if you're just thirsty. So those are the two little things that I'm doing. Those um, are dope ass shit. That's dope as fuck. Thank you, friend. You know I'm trying. Um, and then the, my second get it together is in regard to your life, and it's don't let someone else's ceiling define yours. And that is something that I've been struggling with at work. My new this new director, no one likes the bitch. First of all. And I can call her a bitch because she has listened to the podcast. And even if she did, I wouldn't give a fuck because she knows I don't like her. And she can get the hands as soon as I get my next job. <laughs> fuck that hoe. Like, I swear to God with everything in my, every fiber of my bumble clot being, that don't stinking or an woman. I don't like her. I don't like her. Um, and I've realized that she's one of those. Um, and it, I don't know what it is about Eastern European women. Or people from Eastern Europe, period, but especially the women, I've worked with them in the same capacity as far as directors go a few times. She's the third one I've had to deal with, and all of them are the same. They're all these... Well, to be fair, the, the second one I dealt with... Well, none of them were as bad as the one that I'm dealing with now, because she has this mindset where it's like, life gets no better than where she is right now. She feels like she's maxed out and she doesn't have any more potential. Mm. And this is it for her. This is it for her. And like, bitch, that's cute for you. Your ceiling is not mine. And she seems she's so insulted by the fact that, okay, so now I'm a younger person to be in management when it comes to hospitality, especially at like a luxury five star, five diamond property or whatever the case may be. Like I'm the youngest person in management for my, for my department and I think I'm the sec. Well, there's a new girl that's an assistant, uh, the assistant front office manager. She's 24. Um, so I, th- I think I'm the third youngest overall for like our property when it comes to management, right? And my director found out that I was applying for jobs elsewhere because A, I don't like that bitch. And C, I'm tired of where I work. I'm tired of the monotony of the things that I do. I feel like I've kind of peaked there because I'm not going to learn anything from her. And what's the point of me remaining there if I'm not going to learn anything, if I'm not growing in any way, if I'm not benefiting in any way? Like, what is the point of me sitting there for years and years and years? And and it's one of those things where she didn't get into management until she was in her, her, her late 30s. Mm-hmm. She started out as a housekeeper. And when she was my age, she, like, she, she said that we had a... There was a, a property meeting where, like, the managers were kind of, like, getting advice from um, one of the owners of the, the brand that I work for. And she asked the question, how do you deal with these millennials oh. that aren't as dedicated and don't appreciate where they are? Because when I was 26, I wasn't a manager at a property. I was still a housekeeper. And when I became a manager, I cherished that role, and I and I was a manager for ten years. Sweetheart, 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 you're, <laughs> you being a manager for ten years don't got shit to do with me. Nothing to do. Not a with motherfucking me. thing to do with me. Nothing, absolutely nothing to do with me. I don't need to be a manager for ten years. I don't. Nope. I'm sorry that you didn't get into management because you weren't capable until you were in your mid thirties. But bitch, I've been a manager since I was twenty three. Yep. Like, and I knew it was directly that directed towards me because 
You specified the age. And, yeah. like, to be fair, there was another uh, manager, Stephanie, she's the same age, and she just recently left. And because she was she was sick of the bullshit as well. Because, like, when I say no one likes this lady, no one likes this lady. And she sat down with, we've had meetings or whatever. She's like, we had, we had a whole thing. And I remember her saying to me, like, she feels like I, I, I should feel out my position more for like another three to four years <laughs> and then look into to moving up. <laughs> mind you, mind you, I'm the one that helps her do her job. Okay? I the, I'm the one that curated the entire shipping and ordering process for our department. There wasn't one before. I wrote the SOPs. I wrote all that shit for it. Yes, SOPs. I created everything. I created the Excel spreadsheets. I created the order tracking. Like, I created everything. I created the training program for, like, multiple things in our department. In in the 10 months that I've worked there, I've created. And it's like, what else? Like, what? The, what? And she's and actually I think working the, like three I'm, years. Doing three to that. four years. Three to four years, The thing girl. is... The thing is, she didn't start management until she was in her mid-30s. By my mid-30s, if I remain in hospitality, I'll be a director. Duh. Before then. I can be a director before, before my 30s. Yeah. Easily. Easily. That's And, like, she's intimidated by that. She's intimidated by the fact that my, our assistant director is a black woman in her mid-30s and, like, is a boss and runs that department, ran that department for two months flawlessly before she came. Like, she's so intimidated by because she's telling her, oh, she needs to have more kids and, you know, you, your children are your life. And she's like, no, 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 no. I have my daughter. I'm good. I wanted one child. I have one child. Your ceiling, <laughs> the things that you want out of life aren't the same things we want. She's always asking us about, like, why we aren't dating. Me and, the, and, and one of the coordinators, Tony, you live in New York. Why aren't you dating? Da, 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 da. Like, mind your, hey, mind your fucking business. Please mind your business. Please, sis. Mind. Your, and I remember her saying to me, oh, you know, when you get to your 20s and you want to get, you know, your late, once you start stepping into your late 20s and your early 30s, you're going to want to ha- get married and have kids and you got to find the right woman. I said, like, I don't have to find the right woman for anything because I'm gay. For <laughs> and she sat her ass down and was like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Mind your business. Stop trying to impose your wants for life on other people. Like, the things you want out of life aren't the things that I want out of life. The places you were when you were my age is not where I... Like, I'm not... I don't want to be you, sis. Mm. You're nobody to want to be, sis. Damn. Like... Let's keep shit a buck. You were fired from your last property because you're incompetent. You have a horrible reputation. The previous property that you own, that you worked at, the managers kept quitting. There was always, and it's so funny, prior to her coming, myself and the manager that left, we were like on, on the company website looking at jobs. We were like, damn, this company, this, this property is always hiring, hiring managers in that department. What is going on? Mm-hmm. She was what's going on. So your ceiling is yours. Don't worry about mine. This is a drop top over here, bitch. Goodbye. It's a drop top. Okay? I define how far I go. No one else. I love Mind that. Mind your business. I love so that. So that's my get it together for this week. 
Bitch, our standards are not the same. Right. We ain't built the same, ho. We're not built the same. We're not built okay. the same. I've this is a big body bands, that. bitch. You Ooh. will crash. Oh. Oh. Okay. Just had to get that. Bitch. Yeah. I just had to this get that sounds out. like one of those shows. <laughs> just had to get that out. So, <laughs> with that being said, we're going to take a short little break and then we'll be right back with y'all. Hey everyone, it's Malik. If you have any questions for Vaughn and I, suggestions for the show, or if you'd like to sponsor one of our episodes, hit us up at growingupgay at gmail.com or contact Vaughn and I directly. You can email me at Malik at growingupgay.com or Vaughn at growingupgay.com. Now let's get into the next segment. All right. So we're going to move right on into our Growing Up Gay segment. If this is your first time listening to us, the Growing Up Gay portion of the show is obviously what the show is titled after. Um, It's essentially the meat and and potatoes of the show. It's where Malik and I discuss topics that we find relevant to our community. Um, And for this week, we wanted to to discuss what I call keeping up with the gay dashians. it's and it's funny because we have we like I said we've had these topics kind of sitting for months, and this specific topic came back on the timeline yesterday while I was scrolling, and it was this person basically saying that dink the dink lifestyle is you know the goal which is double income no kids dink that's what a lot of the the gays call it the dink mm-hmm. lifestyle mm-hmm. double income no kids right and. So we, first of all, I just wanted to start off with why is the gay lifestyle so expensive? Because if you didn't know, especially <clears> if you live in a major city, it's very expensive. Very expensive. I think that I just want to go back before I even give my opinion on this. I don't I've always kind of like shied away from using the word gay lifestyle together mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, we don't mean it like that. I know, I know, yeah. but a lot of people couple it all together and they don't differentiate in their mind. So I just wanted to just That's say true. it for my own uh, well-being. Anyway, um, I think that it's ex- it, it's ex- it's expensive from my own personal, you know, just experience and standpoint because, you know, I, I feel like a lot of gay men um, – you know, are trying to make up for a lost time. You know, you have to really think about, like, the way we grow up and the way that we're conditioned. It is mm-hmm. not the same of our heteros- heterosexual, heteronormative um, counterparts. You know, we don't mature in the same fashion. We're not able to date young growing up. We're not able to, you know, That's be true. normal and live full lives as, you know, as elementary kids, we're not able to do that generally. And so yeah. when we grow up to adults, a lot of us are overcompensating for lost time. A lot of us, you know, have trauma. We want to be seen. We want to be seen. We want people to know that we're here. And so we live the most grandiose lifestyle to be seen, to let these bitches know that, ho, listen, that shit you <laughs> did to me in high school, bitch, look at me now, ho, or whatever the case may be. Like, I definitely know that for a while, that was a lot of my motives for wanting to live 
the quote unquote dink lifestyle and yeah. and wanting to be, you know, <laughs> one of those gays on the scene. On the scene, having right. a good time, being seen. Absolutely, I'm. I'm someone now because now we do have to like obviously not all gays, right? Obviously just, not just, all. Just have this, to. I'm gonna say it because you know somebody's gonna pop in the mentions like, well, first of all, I don't. I'm do that. gay and I don't. Yeah, I'm not asking about you because yeah, I don't. We're really talking do about either. a very we're, specific. We're just <laughs> having people. a discussion, right? Because, and I think the most important or, or the most like I think prevalent topic is to be seen right to be seen I think I think a lot of us probably spent so much of our our childhood trying not to be seen that like when we finally step into our own and we've accepted all of us we're like oh nah bitch y'all about to see me like yeah. <laughs> y'all are gonna see me take these trips Y'all are gonna see me buy these Balenciagas or Balenciagas. Uh-huh. Y'all are gonna see. Y'all are gonna see me like with this LV bag. Y'all are gonna see me getting my 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 Manny and Petty. Y'all are gonna see me at brunch. Y'all are gonna see me drinking. Like y'all are gonna see me. And being seen is expensive. Down. Even if you're not buying the pieces, because like every time Malik comes in town, <laughs> and we're like out and about. Every time after he leaves, or if, or even if, like, when I travel back to Atlanta and I'm, like, out and about with my friends, I'm like, yo, I spend so much money. Uh-huh. Like, it's what did I do? You were living. That's what you were doing. Right. You were, you were living. You were living. You were getting your life. And right. that that is, <laughs> yeah. And that's why. Because we're out partying. We're out having cocktails. We're out right. eating. We're out going to events. We're doing this. We're doing that. You're it Ubering. Is, you're, yeah, you're Ubering. Being, you're li- lifting. You're whatever. However you're getting around on top right. of all that, you have to factor that in as well. Mm-hmm. Or you're paying for gas if you live where you drive. You know, it, it, it can be costly. Like, I remember. <laughs> and I, the reason why this, this topic has kind of been, like, sitting for a while is I remember months ago when I still lived in Atlanta, like, I was like, I'm going to have a gay weekend, a quote unquote on the scene gay weekend. And like, I remember I went and got a Manny Petty. I was like, okay, since I'm going to go out, obviously I can't wear the same shit that's been in my closet, right? I got to go buy like a shirt and a pair of jeans, right? Not necessary at all, but I just went and did it. And like, I was out with my friends. And I remember like after that weekend, I was like, oh, I'm glad my la- my ass likes to be at the house because like this shit is expensive. Wow. Like, yeah. To, to like buying dr- and I'm not even I don't drink, thankfully, because that's Thank a God whole don't bill. drink. That's a whole nother bill. <laughs> like, what's what's so hilarious is when I was with Wesley over the weekend, um, we were talking about you and we were like, Oh my gosh, thank God uh Vaughn does a drink because we don't need any more vices. This, this shit is <laughs> this shit is expensive. Right between like, the wheat Listen. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like that shit adds up. Like people trying to have party favors and shit. No. Like right. I, I just think overall, just the socialite lifestyle. If right. you're not a real socialite, and a real socialite is the person when the club promoter is calling you to be at the club. The club promoter right. is emailing you saying, "Hey, please po- po- post this flyer. Here is a check for five thousand dollars." Um, right. That's a social. Drinks are life. on us. Drinks you know, are the bottle, on us. We're paying bring, for the bottle. Bring six of your friends. That's a social right. light. They're at each benefit gala. This and that. 
that's a socialite. The who's who of Atlanta or, or whatever city. But when you're just trying to be a socialite and you're not a real socialite, it becomes very expensive. And I really think that goes back into the next question. Like, what are we doing to not only secure the bag, but break the check to check lifestyle that most Americans are living? And I know right. that I'm so, I'm really thankful because this is, this is the first year that I've like really like made money off of yoga. And thank God having like, I feel the difference two incomes has on like income, yeah like i feel it it's it, it it does make a huge difference in the way you can live and also comfortability and also just saving like right. um and so I, I i do know that i need to continue to expand my yoga business in that way to make sure that um i'm able to live past check to check and i'm able to you know save an even larger percentage of my earnings every month and then be able to reinvest more of my earnings back into my business. So absolutely, that's one thing that I'm doing. And, you know, I think in the future, um, obviously just trying to, you know, bitch, a bitch got dreams, a bitch trying to have <laughs> her name in lights, you know, you trying um, to see the things you imagine like Solange said, I'm trying to, that I imagine saw things. I eat. Imagine Sing it solo things. Sing it Bonnie <laughs> I love that song It's amazing I love that song um, but I, I, I will say that One of the things that I'm doing Because you, you did bring that up yeah. One of the things that I'm doing To make sure that I secure the bag And break the check to check lifestyle Because I'll be very honest Like this has been my Like you said This is your first year With a double income This has been my first year Making as much money As I currently do Mm -hmm. And it's and it's a dope place to be in. I'm still paying down like a lot. Just paid off my car, sold that hole. Thank God. I was um, so happy when you told me that. Ooh, amen. Um, so like I've, I'm I'm focusing right now on paying down debt. Like I'm heavily, heavily, heavily paying down debt. Um, my credit score has jumped like 120 points. <laughs> amen. Um, so, <laughs> right. I, I decided to take finance my finances very seriously in the past year because I feel like the thing that a lot of us don't do is sacrifice mm. right because I th there are a lot of gays that do live that dink lifestyle and a lot of them don't invest they don't save they don't focus on their finances and I think it's because finan financial you know Literacy, competency. Literacy. There you go. I don't know. I drew a blank. Mm -hmm. Those things aren't really taught to us, especially in school. Especially, I feel like, for people of color, our, a lot of our parents were just trying to get by, or a lot of our parents like come from the era of not only are we getting by, but we're keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. And they've they've learned the you know all all about finances by going through it, especially like if you're an immigrant like myself. Credit and all that stuff is not something that, especially for my parents, that they ever worried about growing up in Jamaica. And, like, when they started their own businesses and they did all the things. Like, credit wasn't a factor for them until they moved to America. And they were in their late 30s, early 40s when that happened. So, for them, it was, a, it, was a, it was like getting hit with this, you know, unexpected curve and having to learn it and having to master it and, like, teaching their children about it. And, like, 
it's it's amazing the things that you see that good having good credit can do and it's mm, also mm. people talk about having good credit like it's something that's impossible when it's really not it's and very it, it's it's quite it's a science to it and it's very easy especially when when you get down to paying it on certain dates understanding right. your due dates and like all that stuff it's just really it's about being meticulous yeah it's it's, it's a meticulous process yeah, and it's, the, and you, and it's that's, so that's one of the things that I've definitely been focusing on this year is my finances, paying down my debts, trying to, to make sure that I save. And that's another huge topic that I don't feel like we discuss enough. I'm all for living your life, and I'm all for taking care of your responsibilities, but saving is so, so important. And it doesn't have to be a lot of money. I think that's one of the misconceptions a lot of people have. They feel like, oh, I can't afford to save, you know, any money because you know my lifestyle is just too expensive whatever that lifestyle is and i'm like oh okay but you eat out a lot all the time you were going to starbucks just to post that you went to starbucks like let's keep it a buck some starbucks drinks are not that good you don't need them right especially not every day like i feel like there's a lot of little sacrifices people could make to save 50 dollars a month or 75 dollars a month like not, it's not even like it's a, a large sum of money that you need to be saving, and especially for the the younger. And that's something that I want. Like I'm trying to teach my my younger cousins now. Like if you if you are 18 years old and you manage to save a hundred dollars a month, like that's twelve hundred dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if you did that from say 21 to 30? Yep. Like that's. At 30, you could take that and easily buy buy your first home or invest in something. Like, all you need to do is is save something. Now, it doesn't have to be a lot of things. It doesn't have to be $300 a month or $500 a month or, you know, anything like that. Even if you were to, to say to yourself, or even if you say to yourself, I want to go somewhere. I want to do something. I do want to take trips. I want to have fun with my friends. Okay, then you need to be saying to yourself, six months in advance let me save fifty dollars a check or whatever the case may be is so that when time comes for that trip i can go on that trip worry free i don't have to put that trip on credit cards and then get back with eighteen hundred dollar bill because you wanted to like live mm-hmm. you know what i mean i just think we need to be more cognizant of our finances and we need to be more responsible with our finances across the board at all ages now of course like i said you're going to make your mistakes and you're going to have your fun and you're going to do what you want to do and you should be living your life right because i and, and i can't give anybody i spent 400 on a wallet so i'm <laughs> i'm not saying now what kind of wallet treat yourself she's a louis but Ooh, you know. okay you know she's a louis i i have a thing for small leather goods that's my that's one of my weakness sneakers and small leather goods those are my two weaknesses when it comes to like finances and food i i do not mind paying for food some good but food, bitch good food right i do not mind paying for it um but sneakers and smaller and i was actually talking this is gonna sound like a stunt but it's not i was talking to rihanna because you know she has her fenty uh line coming with lvmh yeah and i confirmed with her that she is gonna have smaller le- small leather goods available so she's definitely getting like yes my money but <laughs> because I know I like small leather goods, I take care of them, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I make sure to not damage them in any kind of way. And because I know I like them, sneakers, bitch. I take care of my sneakers, right? 
responsible. 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 You gotta responsible. be responsible, friends. Yeah. You do. I mean, I think we should be spending cautiously. My thing, mm-hmm. you know, I I think that with a lot of <clears throat> a lot of queer men, I think that it is oftentimes generational. You know, like my Absolutely. dad was a big spender. He was very gaudy. You know, in you know, he loved wearing thousand dollar suits and you know, Movado and Rolex watches, and you know, he loved um, just being over the top. And so, I definitely know for sure that I modeled a lot of who I wanted to be as a man, and you know, after a certain image, you know, and 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 now that I'm a lot more older and and I'm really getting down to who I am. I'm realizing that, hmm, maybe some of this really is not me. Maybe some of it has been an act. Obviously, Mm. that's not to say that, you know, I, that makes me any less real, you know, that that's not to say that any of the experiences I've had with people were fake. That's just to say that maybe some things that I do are a little performative. I don't know. You know, I was just going to say, absolutely. And I I think, it's funny that you brought that up because that's something that I struggle with. Like, especially when it comes to like the whole in like becoming an influencer, all that kind of, you know, that whole lifestyle. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like so many people want to be influencers these days and I'm not mad at it. That is, there's bags to get. And honestly, there's so many people getting them that if you two want to get one, I'm not mad at it. Right. Yeah. Do you but think it's something is? that I find so hard. Like I remember when I went and I bought my, my, like my Gucci, um, my card, Gucci card holder. Mm-hmm. I took I took video of it and I made sure like I'm gonna I'm gonna totally gonna put myself out there. I made sure that in the little video now y'all know I never post on social media, but <laughs> this one time I said, oh no, nah, bitch, y'all gonna see me buy this Gucci wallet. Like y'all gonna see y'all are gonna see it. And for me, like I cringed when I pressed post because I was like, why do I feel the need to like show this to people? Like why do I feel like like some kind of validation from you know what I mean? It made yeah. me cringe, but it was also something that, like, I felt like I needed to do. I needed to show people that I was living this lifestyle that I was, which isn't much of a lifestyle. I mean, really, it's only like three hundred dollars. But like, I think a lot of us have that performative thing. Like, we feel like we need to con- continuously perform and and show others how good we're living. Like, as if we can't just live good. Absolutely. As if. As if as if it's not seen, it's not real, it's not valid. And I feel like we need to like really take a step back and think to ourselves, why is it important that I, I, I get this validation? What am I looking for by posting this? What am I, especially if you're one of those, because I worked at Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. I, I, know the, I know y'all like to return shit. Am I y'all, sure? Am y'all. I sure? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. In my Marlo voice, they tell me how you they how you return things. I know the people at the store. Like, it's very real. I've seen. I. I it was funny. I remember when I worked at uh, at Nordstrom in Atlanta. I'll never forget. There was a, a a social media person that came in, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I follow him. I was like, "Oh, I wonder what he's buying." Mm-hmm. Was, he was returning, and I was like, I, "I've seen you in this outfit on Instagram, Ooh. and you're, retur- you're now you're returning it." I was like, "What is this about?" And then like it was so funny. Like one of my coworkers was like, "Oh, people do that all the time." Like, 
I get they were like we get a whole wardrobe return because Nordstrom is like one of the only places that plays with that does that like Nordstrom will allow you to return anything they have great service great service any condition like I'll never forget this this lady returned these Gucci boots and I was like the heel is coming off like (laughs) why why are we taking this back and they're like just take it back and I was like okay I wouldn't have took it back but that was the return so I'm just saying like people go to great lengths Mm-hmm. to present themselves a certain way, whether it's wearing all fake things or you girls that go to the far left and are out here scamming. Because here's what I'm never doing, going to jail because I wanted niggas to think I was popping on Instagram. Oh, never. Ever. Ever. Y'all not, like, and it's funny, there was, there's a one, there's one, and this is a woman, heterosexual woman that I follow on Instagram that I was randomly scrolling my timeline and it was like, I'm sorry, it's my phone. It was like, um, Instagram influencer, um, posts $25,000 bail for $50,000 kinetic Connecticut scam. And I was like, wait, 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 what? And I open it and I'm like, yo, I follow, well, I don't follow her, but I've come across her a few times on Instagram. And I just thought like she came from money or she had a good job or whatever the case may be is, but no, Mom you were scamming. out here scamming. And like, you can go to j- like, you're really going to spend two years in jail because you wanted niggas on Instagram to think you were cute. Hell or that nah. you were fly. Hell no. Nah. I can't do it. I can't. Like, I won't. Really? I can't. Is it, it's that deep. I can't. I, I don't just, know. I just, I just can't. That to me, that, that, thought process like thinking going that far just to prove to others that like you're living a certain lifestyle that you aren't since you have to scam for it is wild to me i mean well you know i just think that's just one extreme but people do all type of things you know that's just one extreme that's just one one of ends of the spectrum i mean there are people that are you know doing payday loans you know, there are all type of things that people are doing to be able to live um, these lifestyles. People are robbing Peter to pay Paul every day. Every and, day. And just, and just like you said, you know, it's a really about examining what is happening on the inside that's making people cheat and rob themselves and to pretend to be something that they're not. Why, why don't they feel confident and comfortable enough, worthy enough right. to be right. themselves? And I... And, and for me, it was about, you know, asking myself those 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 hard 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 questions and making the decision that you know what, bitch, I have everything that I already need. And say that I have everything that I already need. I don't need shit else. I definitely need no no other bitches validation. Um, and once I was able to really write down some goals and 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 review my values. I I kind of slowed down and I really shied away from doing a lot of those other crazy things that I was doing because I was like, oh, you know what? This behavior does not align with this new value that I have or mm-hmm. this particular goal. And there's no way that I can accomplish this new thing if I'm still doing this. But of course, there were times where I would relapse. You know, it's it happens. Where, you know, before you fall back into your old shit. <laughs> it happens you know give yourself some grace it's gonna be alright but it's definitely it's definitely something that, that's prevalent amongst our community 
Absolutely. Well, what are what are some tips you would give people for being more fiscally responsible and managing their funds so that they can, you know, live their life, be fab as they as they want to be, but also like save for a rainy day, save to invest or just simply have their finances somewhat together. Absolutely. So a few ways that me and my therapist actually talked about a few a few months ago, we talked about not being extreme. Okay, so people who are used to like, you know, going out often, having a good time, spending their money every weekend, it's going to be really hard for you to just automatically cut that off, right? You you, right. you can't just stop going. You know, everyone right. is not going to have that kind of willpower. So it's about pulling back from certain things. Well, maybe this Sunday you don't go out, but people come over and they cook at your house so you don't have to spend any money. I love money. that. Or, or you spend less money that day. Or right. either you pick two, two weekends out of, this, out of this month that you're not going to go out and do brunch, but you're going to do something else that's free. Or you're going to do something that's going to be, be productive for yourself. You're going to work on some self-development. You're going to go take a class, whatever. It's about feeling that time that is quote unquote negative or something else that, that you do want to do that could be a mm -hmm. lot more beneficial for your time and for your life. That's one way that I've been actively been able to redirect my time from frivolously spending to spending my money in a much more efficient and cost and costly way. That's actually I really I actually really like those. Yeah. I really, really like those. Um, especially the whole come over and cook thing like i love to cook and i also love to like have people over i know so like getting getting to take care of people i think that's a dope ass idea and i think that that's honestly could be more fun like if y'all are just at the house do brunch at the house do it like, at the house everybody throw deal. 30 dollars in the cash app someone go grocery shopping or 20 dollars in the cash app someone go grocery shopping pick up you know whatever y'all want to eat Bring it back to the house. Liquor is always cheaper at home. Let's be always real. cheaper at home for for those that like your mimosas, you know, or whatever drinks you want to drink. It's always cheaper when you buy it from this. I don't even drink, and I know that much. Like, so I think that's that's a that's a really brilliant idea. Um, for me, I would say one thing is like, look at your actual finances. Like, open up Excel. I listen. I love an Excel spreadsheet. I tell you, we know. I do. Um, the Excel, but no, the Excel queen. look at all your finances. Do you know where what all your, where all of your money is going monthly? Have you looked at your your bank statement, your pre from the previous month, and seen how much money you spent frivolously? Do you know exactly what your real cost of living is? Do you know like what like itemize every single one of your bills and see how much money you actually need to spend to live every month, and then see where the rest of your money is going and say to yourself. Hmm. If I make thirty eight hundred dollars a month after taxes, right? Or let me say twenty eight. <laughs> if you make twenty twenty eight hundred dollars a month after taxes, right? If your cost of living, like your your rent, your car note, your light bill, your water bill, if all that only comes up to say eighteen hundred dollars a month, or maybe two thousand dollars a month. That eight hundred dollars a month that you're you're spending, even if you're spending the majority of it, not all of it, like maybe you're not check to check, maybe you have an extra hundred dollars a month, 
and you're comfortable and you're out there dipping and doing, that's perfectly fine. But say to yourself, hmm, how can I take $75 and put it to the side every month and like not look at it? Or how can I just save 20% of my check every month? Every month. And I, I mean, just I, and, put and, this and I can 20% away. I can tell you how. Get yourself an online bank and direct deposit it. That Damn. way you don't see it. You'll completely forget about it. Amex and Barclays are both bomb online banking accounts. You don't actually have to even have an Amex to create an Amex online um, savings account because I have one for my nephew and he's like all of eight months. Um, well, I have not even eight months. He's <laughs> all of six months. Um, and I, the Barclays one I have is from my other nephew who's about to be five. And like I have money that goes directly to their savings accounts and I don't see it anymore every month i don't even know it comes out at this point anymore like it just goes there so that's a really good way because if you're afraid of it and you think you don't have the willpower for that 20 because you got you have to wait like i think uh two to five business days if you want to transfer money from that account to like your your checking account Mm -hmm. like if you want to buy a pair of shoes and you said oh bitch i'm just gonna transfer my amex no you're not no you're not because you're not going to sit in Foot Locker for two days. <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. So, like, it'll curb your spending. And, like, I say, honestly, I don't even think about it anymore. I just, I know they're there. I know the money's going there every month, and it's going there. So, if you if you need to do that for yourself, do that. And, like I said, it doesn't have to be an exuberant amount of money. It can literally be $20. If you say to yourself, I'm going to save $20 a month, like, that's still $240 a, m- a year. And if, if you're saving 200 call it 250 a year, in four years, you have $1,000 that you didn't even know of. And, like, well, of course, with interest and stuff, it would be more than $1,000. But out of sight, out of mind. And you're yeah. saving. Do you have any other tips that people could utilize? Another tip is just sit your ass at home, baby. <laughs> sit your black ass. Sit your ass at home and just taking a load off, you know. Mm-hmm. Just staying at home. You have food at home. You you don't have to eat out tonight. You can cook. Well, I don't know how That's to cook. That's why I meal prep. Okay. You don't know how to cook. Guess what? They have you services now. You need to learn how to now. cook. Uh-uh. <laughs> you need to learn how to cook. Cooking is not hard. You definitely like. should learn how to cook. That's for certain. And you know what? Especially I, if you're I, an adult. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely should learn how to cook. I think so. So those are my last two tips. Stay your ass at home because I'm going to be at home. The other day, my friend Lee was like, hey, man, we need to get out and have some drinks and hang out. I said, well, I definitely want to hang out with you and catch up, man. But um, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm very much on some get a ball and chill at the house. He said, oh, perfect. We could do that. I'm on that, too. I said, all right, perfect. I'm not going out to nobody's bar unless we go on a date. Right. You know. Any of my friends, oh, no. Nah, I come to your house, but I'm not. I'm right. Not, nah. <laughs> Um, another tip that I have is don't close credit card accounts. Don't close credit card accounts. Yes. A lot of people feel like, oh, I pay a credit card off. I'm just, let me just close it. That way I can't. No. You can't close it. You should not close don't. it. Don't. That affects your credit history. Do yourself a favor. Cut the credit card up and keep the account active. If you have to, one of the things that I do, because I have, like, for my Capital One card, when I paid it off, I was, since I was like, look, I don't want to use this anymore. I don't want to be, even be tempted. I cut it up. Now, I want, of course, show that I'm still using the card. So I just have 
my streaming services. I have my um, my Spotify, Hulu, and my Ameri- uh, not American uh, Apple Music going to it. So it's about $15 a month that's still being used every month on that card, and I pay it off. So it's showing that it's active, and it's also showing that whatever the debt is, it's being paid off every single month. Mm-hmm. So that is another good tip. Another one is don't be afraid of credit cards. Like, people feel like, and, and I, I get it. If you're one of those people that you just don't have any self-control, you, you can't be trusted with <laughs> credit cards. I understand the fear of it. I do. But you can get a secure credit card. Secure credit cards have limits, and you have to be the one to put the money on there for it to be active. So you're spending your own money. So I yeah. can go on and on. I love discussing finances. I think I, I, I think those <laughs> all are amazing tips, especially the secure credit card, you guys. Um, I have two credit cards, and one of them is secured, and the other is not secured. So, well, actually, I have a, I have a few credit cards because I have a uh, um, a care credit account as well. Yeah. yeah. So that's a dope one. Oh, do you know what's another tip? Pay your pay your and bills. Again, this one is for the, our community. And shout out to Malik. For those of you that are using prep. Oh, yes. Put Because I didn't know this. I spent my little 150 on a copay because I was like, look, if I can, listen, if I got to do it, I got to spend it. But mm-hmm. then Malik taught me otherwise. Mm-hmm. And then the last time I got a refill, guess who didn't have to spend 150 Me. Zero. So Malik, bless you. Yeah. Yeah, you guys. Um, for anybody that's on prep or, or any type of uh, uh, and. Uh, antiviral uh, medication for HIV or, or whatever is going on with your body, or you're taking prep, um, you can go to the manufacturer of the of the whatever you're taking, and you can get a copay assistance card. The copay assistance will pay whatever remaining balance that 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 you may have. So if you have a private mm-hmm. or public insurance, maybe you get your insurance to the marketplace. <clears throat> um, you can get a a copay assistance card through the manufacturer and they will cover the balance of your medication and you pay zero dollars to protect yourself zero. and stay healthy. There you go. Yep. There you go. So I think those are some great tips. Um, I really enjoyed this this week's segment. So yeah. we're going to take a short little commercial break and we'll be right back with y'all. Hey y'all, hope you're enjoying this week's episode thus far. If so, please be sure to follow us on our social media. The Instagram is GrownUpGay, G-R-O-W-N, UpGay. Our Twitter is GrownUpGay underscore. And our website, of course, is GrownUpGay.com. Now let's get back into this week's episode. All right, so we're at the wind down. Uh, If this is your first time listening to the show, uh, the wind down is kind of our celebrity social media relaxed portion of the show where we discuss things that, you know, aren't necessarily pressing or that we really care about, but just to have a little fun. Um, Absolutely. Trey Songs welcomed his first child. Oh. Yes. Um, after years of, of, you know, hoeing around town and not knocking anyone up or at least not knocking anyone up that was willing to keep the baby mm. um he actually that's the welcomed his, that's the true tea that's the real tea because he probably knocked someone out someone else up before that was like look just throw me 50k and i'll get rid of it or throw me 100k or 200k or a million dollars and i get rid of get rid of it 
Um, this lady is actually an adult film actress. Now, now it, this was funny to me because Drake had the same situation where he was like running around being a hoe for like this whole time, and then like in your at his big age, he round, went around and got an adult film star pregnant, and he was very embarrassed about it. And it was to me it was double the funny because Drake and Trey Songs, of course, not only have a friendship, but they have a song together called Successful, where they say, I just want the money, the cars and the hoes, the clothes, I suppose. I just want to be successful. So I just wonder how successful they both feel now. <laughs> you know, Bitch. I just feel like uh no shade to that lady or her career choices. <sighs> get your bag however you get your bag. It's just, they've both been, they were both very vocal about essentially securing the seed, you know, waiting to impregnate someone so that it could be the right person. And then they both ended up impregnating women that they had no relations with. (sighs) If you live by the sword, you die by the sword. See, us gay people don't got to worry about no stupid shit like that. Nope, because we can Uh, have planned parenthood. (laughs) Listen, me and my little science experiments are going to flourish. Okay. Okay. Flourish. Um, Speaking of flourishing, India Moore is flourishing. Um, India, of course, of Poe's fame, has become the first transgender woman, or transgender person, period. Not even just woman. The first transgender person, period, to cover Elle magazine. So, round of applause for, for India. Ooh. She's on the June cover, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's a beautiful cover, because India's yeah. a beautiful girl. Oh, she's uh, gorgeous. But it's a, yeah, it's a very beautiful cover. Um, and it's just, I think it's so dope that she is getting to this next level. I feel like we're getting to the point now where it's like people are taking gender identity, like, serious and and they're not so afraid of putting it in the forefront and like accepting it as beautiful and 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 allowing people just to to live and be celebrated and be you know front and fucking center like they mm-hmm. no longer have to hide in the back we no longer have to hide in the back and especially with pose coming back in June i just feel like it's the perfect perfect little perfect little moment it's a beautiful cover though it's a beautiful cover. I'm so excited about this and, you know, what's happening in media. It's amazing that Elle decided to, I'm not, I'm not even going to disrespect India and say took a risk because what's so risky about take about putting a human Putting a being, bad bitch on a cover. <clears throat> yeah, of putting a bad bitch on a cover of a magazine. Like, 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 what's so groundbreaking about that? But <clears throat> obviously we live in that world where this is groundbreaking. This is... A hot topic and kudos to her kudos for being the first and for setting the tone and i'm so excited about pose to come back out like, i can't wait the promos have been sick for pose sick i love them they've been dope they've been super dope um unfortunately what isn't dope is georgia and alabama's Ooh, new abortion laws that is the ghetto you guys, the shit that's happening here in Alabama um, is really despicable. Um, it is. <laughs> Governor Kay Ivey, she recently signed House Bill 314. Uh, this House Bill prevents doctors from performing an abortion for a woman unless her life is threatened. So that means that unless 
you know, something has happened in the pregnancy and they say, if you have this baby, you're going to die, they will then allow an abortion to happen. But other than that, abortions are, they're banned, they're outlawed. Even if a woman is being, has been raped or she's a victim of incest, it still doesn't matter. The, the, the woman still has to keep her baby. And if she has an abortion in another state, that's a felony for that doctor. And it's just, it's, it, it's really just fucked up. And when you it's think disgusting. about, yeah, and when you think about Alabama and, and you think about, you know, telling a woman that if she is a victim of incest or rape, that she can't have an abortion when one in five women in America experience sexual violence in their lifetime. It's like, it's a big F you to the people. It's a big F you to everything that women stand for. It's, 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 it's just really despicable. And, and I'm really sad about it because I have a sister that turned 16 and, you know, in August and God forbid she ever needs to have an abortion in her teenage years, you know, for whatever reason, you know, she should be able to do that if that's the decision she wanted to make, if that was the best decision for her. And I'm very scared thinking about that now in Georgia, you know, our governor, Brian Kemp, just signed a heartbeat bill that bans abortions after six weeks, but that, that bans abortions after six weeks. But thanks to Planned Parenthood, they have already challenged that in the court. So he's going to have a hard time getting that pushed through permanently. And I think overall what's going to happen is uh, there are four states that have already gone ahead and, and legalized a heartbeat bill. Georgia was the fourth. Uh, Ohio is also one of them. I think that this is going to go back to the Supreme Court, and we're really going to have to re- revisit Roe versus Wade, which was the original case back from the 70s that right. uh, ended up legalizing abortions for women. Um, and, and they were able to prove that the 14th Amendment which is uh, the right to have privacy, does in fact protect women and their uterus and their right to choose when they become mothers. Right. It's insane that in 2019 we're less progressive than the 70s. Yeah. It's mind-boggling that a group of white men think that they have the right to tell women what to do with their bodies because God knows if niggas could get pregnant, abortions would be like McDonald's oh everywhere. Gosh. Everywhere. On you every corner. Niggas, they would be everywhere. Abortion clinics would be fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. They would probably be paid for by the government. Like, and it's, it's, I was having a discussion with my friend earlier and it's like, there's already issues with the earth as far as, and this is like a, a, a larger topic with as far as like having enough food for the amount of people that are on the planet. And it's like, I know y'all don't care about the environment clearly, but like, and y'all don't care about these. And the thing that, that bothers me most is thinking that there's going to be a lot of Brown and black women that are going to be forced to, to carry to term and have children that they won't be able to take care of. And that shit is done on purpose. Y'all are trying to keep us down, brown and black people. Not to say that white people don't have abortions because they absolutely do, but like they're also more likely to get the, the, the proper medical care. They're more also more likely to even be taken more seriously in hospitals when they're giving birth. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 get listened to. Like mm-hmm. I just feel like 
I can't believe that. I mean, I can't believe it because a lot of them are only doing shit like this to appease the the white people that are donating to their the white quote unquote Christian. Yeah. Because I'm saying quote unquote on purpose because you niggas are not Christians at all. You guys are demonic demons. That's y'all are, are fucking demons. Okay. Y'all don't know what Christ is. <laughs> okay. Say that again. Like at all, but it's just to me. I I honestly can't. I can't anymore. I feel like the Republican Party is just so dense and so fucking stupid. And this is why it's important to make sure that we're voting on a local level. For y'all that think, oh, I live in a red state, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Vote. Please. Even if you don't align with everything the Democrat is saying, there's a 9.8% chance that that person is not going to do some shit like this to fuck you over to fuck your family over, to fuck the society over, to fuck your people over. Like, oh, and it makes me think about, like, the upcoming election in 20... I just, I'm just stressing me out thinking about it. Yeah, vote blue. Vote blue. Blue. Vote blue. I don't go vote fuck blue. who... I don't... Like, like, there's a million people running for office right now, and I'll tell you something. I'm not even too invested, because I don't go fuck who it is. I'm not voting for Donald Trump, and I'm also not voting to throw my vote away. I'm voting blue. Yeah. Now, when time comes down to it, I hope it, the person that does get elected is someone that I align with. Mm-hmm. But regardless of whether they are or not, I'm voting blue. Because at this point, it's not about specifics. It's not about, you know, playing the, the long game or fucking being meticulous or oh, let me let me vote for this one person. Let me vote independent because I believe in independent. Fuck that shit. Vote independent another time. <laughs> like, yeah, vote time. independent the next time when it's not Donald Trump or some super evil ass nigga that's trying to like do everything they can to further marginalize and further malign and fuck us over. Vote that's independent when it's movie. like somebody we fuck with versus somebody that we're like, ah, oh, you ain't too bad either. Then you can exactly. throw your vote away. Until then, nigga, I need you to get in line. <laughs> like, stop playing. You playing in my face. Stop playing. Like, stop. Stop. Yeah. So, uh, the last thing that we wanted to discuss for the wind down is something that was quite popular a few weeks ago, but it's still being discussed. Aisha Curry. Yeah. Yes. Aisha Aisha Curry was on Red Table Talk. Listen, Jada, just, I might, if, if I have enough time and patience, I'm going to insert hand clapping right here. Applause right here. Applause there. No, no Lady Gaga right here. Applause, please. Because... They have turned Red Table Talk into quite the sensation. Oh, yeah. It's um, everywhere. It's everywhere. That's like, the show after to that, go on. After, after that Jordan Woods situation, baby, Jada's yeah. doing it. So Aisha Curry was on uh, Red Table Talk. Her mother, and, her sister, her sister-in-law. Yeah, and her mother-in-law. Yeah. yeah her all mother-in-law. the Currys, essentially, mm-hmm. um, were on Red Table Talk. And Aisha spoke about di- desirability and and the place that where she's in where like her husband has all these women that are lusting after him that you know they'll essentially disrespect her to her face but we are man your husband is so fine or like they're they're so quote-unquote thirsty for her man and that like she doesn't get any of that attention that like men quote-unquote don't see her as desirable she doesn't have that same you know energy and how it makes her feel insecure sometimes because she's like huh 
why don't I, what about me is not worthy of that? And mm-hmm. of course, this caused a shitstorm on social media for a multitude of reasons. Uh, you had the ashy niggas on the left who often use Aisha to combat women who were, you know, free thinking or sexually fluid or all those things. Because if you don't remember, Aisha used to be one of those quote unquote, you know, good girls that was like, I don't need to shake my body. I am. You know, ladies, if you want a man just to do these things and, you know, being promiscuous or showing your body isn't necessary to to attract oh, a husband. And she used to be one of... So you had the ashy niggas that was mad at her because all the girls that they normally would, like, use Aisha Curry against were now sitting here like, oh, little Miss Good Girl wants some dick. Well, not dick, but wants some attention. Little Miss Good Girl hot in the ass. She want people to, you know, to, to, to feel her. So you had them, and then you had the women that were like, uh-uh, sis. Didn't you just say what we need to be doing is X, Y, and Z? Now you over here wishing niggas was pressing you? Mm. Before, all you needed was your husband's attention and your husband's eyes. And that's why you wore, you know, skirts down to your ankle. And now, all of a sudden, you wonder why niggas ain't looking? Uh-uh, sis. We ain't going for it. And then you had the other people that were like, no, I see Aisha's point. You know, desirability at any... Everyone wants to be desirable at all points in life. No one wants to feel like they're not worthy of, you know, other people's attention or other people's attraction. So it was a, a, a smorgasbord, if you will, of responses. But Malik, what was yours? Yeah, I saw so many responses, so many opinions. My opinion was that of the last one. Everyone wants to be desired. Um, everyone wants to be, you know... Everyone wants to want someone to be like, damn, look at them. Like, I know, me personally, I want someone to tell me I'm beautiful. I want to know I still got it. And that's married or not. You know, I think that is a human trait. Um, right. And and you also have to consider the shoes that Aisha is in. Her husband is a superstar. He's a global superstar. And I cannot right. imagine being married to a global superstar and having, like she said, people that, that, that are overtly disrespecting me sometimes to talk to my man that 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 will get the best of anyone you know and then and and and, and uh, uh, you can say oh well that's what she signed up for sure of course we sign up for all type of things but they don't always you know go the way that we would like them or they're they're not always the nicest or whatever right but i think that she deserves to feel how she feels i think that it's okay for her to feel desired, especially considering that she's married to a global superstar who, right. you know, is, you know, so desired, so lusted after. He's a sex symbol to a certain degree to some people. And I'm sure that could be a little daunting, you know, to your partner. Like, damn, like when I go out, I don't have, you know, and, and, and not that she's looking to be catcalled. That, you know, that's not what she's asking for. But... Right. You want to know that you still got it. You want to know that, you know, hey, I look good too. And and you right. also have to, have to also remember that Aisha Curry is a lot more social now. She's a lot more commercial now than she mm. was back in the day. She's so, also a lot older. Yeah, yeah. So she's a, you know, maybe she's evolved. Right. What um, did you think of that? Initially. I'm not going to lie. Initially, when I saw that, I was surprised. 
Mm. Because Aisha has always presented herself as one of those people that's like, all I need is my husband's eyes. I'm not worried about what any of these other men are, you know. She's very saved, very, very godly, very, you know, Sunday, very Christian Bible camp. <laughs> right? Um, so I was honestly just surprised that she won, not, was like, wanted that kind of energy like in, you know in that direction but when i sat back and thought about it i was like oh this makes perfect sense and i think people are being <laughs> are, are like purposely being simple in this regard they're hearing her say oh you know men don't really notice me and they're, they're auto- automatically jumping to like well bitch you married why you want other men to notice you like she was getting called hoes, bitches, sl- all types of things. Why you want to be a slut? All types of things because of the statement. And it was really, like, jarring for me because I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, y'all are being very, like, purposely obtuse when you don't need to be. Like, I think her statement was very simple, and I think it's very understandable. And I don't even think it was about men. I personally don't. I think what Aisha was saying is, the industry, the community as a whole doesn't desire me as anything outside of my husband's wife. Mm-hmm. I'm not seen as anything but my husband's wife, a mother, and this persona that she's crafted. And that to me was why it's confusing because she's crafted the persona. This is an image that she's built. It's goody, and goody I think this good girl. Right. It's it's a it's a bed that she made and she's been comfortably laying in it for a while. But I think what happens is and when, especially when you think about her, Aisha's thirty. She's only thirty. Oh wow. When, she's so young. When, right. When her and her husband rose to their height of their fame, they were he was in his early twenties. They were in they were in their early twenties. She got married and pregnant at like twenty three. Twenty four. Her daughter turned seven this year. You were, she was 22, 23 when they got married and like 23 when she had her. So a 23-year-old, a 23-year-old Aisha that's new to fame obviously chose the, the image that I think most would have chosen, a safer image. I'm sure especially because she had publicists, um, managers, all these people in her ear basically saying like, hey, you know, you need to be the good little wife. You know, because anything else could go left. Because we've seen how people treat women that are, you know, comfortable in their sexuality, 100% mm-hmm. across the board. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what they're doing sexually or not. Even if you're just salacious, even if you're on Instagram and you're, you you don't mind showing your body, you get they get called all types of names. So I'm sure for 23-year-old Aisha, especially 23-year-old Aisha that probably hadn't lived much, it's... Safe, it's a safer bet to go with that, you know, image than it is to go left. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, I think what we're seeing is a woman that's had three children in seven years. That's probably had some issues with her body image and her, her self-worth as far as desirability goes. And she's probably put, and she said it in the magazine. If, if you, if you read the, if you read the rest of Sorry, not the magazine. And in her other, she did another interview, um, not with Red Table Talk, but she talks about her body in that magazine. Um, I think it's Uptown Magazine, if I'm not mistaken. I might be completely wrong. Um, But she talked about how she's like, I'm 170 pounds on a good day. 
<laughs> she's like, look, I'm not some some little lightweight light fe- you know light feather. Like that's not her. So I'm sure. So I think what we were seeing is someone that wants to be desired, and I think that's by the community, not just by men. Because I'm sure she's like, when she's getting deals and stuff from brands and companies, they're not coming to her to promote a bathing suit. They're not coming to her as like, you're one of the sexiest women on the This This magazine. They're not, but I'm sure she's seeing other women get that. You know what I mean? I'm sure she's seeing other basketball wives get those opportunities or those, get pressed for those kind of things. And I think she's just probably want, like, well, damn, wait a minute, why? How come I'm not getting any right? How come I'm not getting any of that attention? Like, where is where is some of that for me? And the thing is, like, I don't look at her as like to me. I was both of them as goofy and cute. Like, yeah, that's exactly what they look like. She's she's pretty. Yeah, I I don't see either. I don't see nothing sexy about Steph Curry. No, but I think (laughs) I think with the right styling and the right makeup and look, Aisha can. She can give sexy. Absolutely. No, no, absolutely. And I think that's the thing. She, she, I, I feel like she found herself in a place where she's built this image of herself and she doesn't know how to step out of it. And I think doing this and being vulnerable was one of the first ways she stepped out of it. Because I, there, I remember there was a video going around, and I'll be totally honest, it was of her and, and um, Steph dancing to some, because she's Jamaican, right? So I it was a mm-hmm, family. Um, it's a video of them dancing to some reggae uh, song. I don't remember what song it was, but I remember seeing him like, ooh. Like, and they got dragged a bit because, like, he was definitely stiff and she can't whine. And it it was, like, so unsexy. And I remember, like, trolling and and making jokes. But then when I thought back about it, I'm like, yo, who's to say she didn't see some of that shit? Here's her posting a video of her whining on her man, having fun, of course, just joking around. And people were like, like kind of dragging them so i'm sure like on a macro level things like that shouldn't matter but like let's be real the micro things matter more often than the macro like the little things that we probably shouldn't be worried about or we probably don't think that they saw she probably saw some of that and was like damn like here I am trying to whine on my man and people are telling me that i can't whine i'm not sexy mm-hmm. like and that plays on you. I don't care who you are. I don't care how secure you are in your in your own being. Everyone likes to feel desired. Everyone. Everyone across the board. You want to feel pretty. You want to feel handsome. You want to be desired across the board. Like you don't get fly and post it on Instagram just to give. Like you you like when somebody's like, damn, you look good. You look bomb. Oh, that outfit is dope. Like whatever the case may be is. Those are, that's all part of being desired. It's being, you know, because yeah, let's be real. You want to be affirmed. Everyone wants to be affirmed. Be affirmed. Like, like, Absolutely. Let's, let, like, as you said, let's keep it a buck. I mean, a lot of y'all motherfuckers out here thirst trapping every okay? night just to get a little bit of feel. So, right on now. Like, let's stop acting so self-righteous. Like, we can't possibly see where she's coming from. Or, like, she can't possibly have changed in seven years yeah evolved or in five two years because some of her comments were two years ago but like still like it's possible that someone can evolve and i think now i do agree i think the the way that she should have done it is by saying hey i was a little bit judgy and you know a little pretentious and you know stush as us jamaicans like to say 
And, you know, I've grown and I've changed. And, you know, I don't look down upon people. And if my comments, you know, suggested such, I apologize. I've changed. And that was my truth. I, I, I do sometimes want to be more desired. And like I said, I don't think it's about... People made it really literal. I don't think it's about men because I'm sure Aisha knows there's a ton of raggedy-ass niggas that would love to sleep with her. Oh, my gosh. Like, please know it. Like, I know she knows that. There's like, some let's, rats let's, out there. But see... Right. She don't, nobody wants to be desired by a rat-ass nigga. Like, but no, that's what, that's what I'm saying. People were making it seem like she is not desired by any man anywhere because she was... She, she that's what I'm saying. They took it so literal. Yeah. They took her statement so literal. They were like, "Girl, you did it. Uh, this niggas that want to sleep with you." She knows that. Like, come on. Like, come on. It's just I think she I think she was saying across the board she would like to be seen as worthy and and sexy and desirable because especially if, if she's being inundated with that that that's what her husband is. Yeah. She probably Every feels a little day. inadequate, right? She feels yeah. a little inadequate. Like you're married so, to a global superstar again, and right. this man is, you know, getting ready to retire at the top of his game. He got rings. That is daunting. That is a hard act to follow. Just you know, yeah, yeah. I agree with you, friend. So Aisha, we we feel you. We see you. We we see you. We see each other. We see each. I was just gonna do that. <laughs> So that's it for the wind down segment. Um, I'm gonna go directly into our spill it. We have our first spill it. Some our of you guys that are, it. I'm sorry, yes, our second spill it. Um, for those of you guys that are familiar with the show that actually listen to us on a weekly basis, thank you so much. Shout out to you. Um, we normally end after the wind down, but someone wrote in. Spill it is our answering question. I'm sorry. It's our question and advice segment of the show. If you ever want to write into us and ask us any questions in regard to anything that we're doing or anything you would like to ask us, or if you need some advice on anything, whether it's health, fitness, niggas, finances. Because these you know, niggas ain't shit. Anything. <laughs> that, I, that I can tell um, you right now before you, can, you start dealing with them. <laughs> Don't you can, even waste you can, your time. You can hit us directly. Uh, I'm Vaughn. You can email me at Vaughn at GrowingUpGay.com or Malik at Malik at GrowingUpGay.com. And that's G-R-O-W-I-N, no G at the end. Um, or you can email us at GrowingUpGay at gmail.com or GrowingUpGayPodcast at gmail.com, which, like I said, all this is in the down bar. So this person asked for us to keep them anonymous, so I came up with a name for them. Um... Hey, Malik and Vaughn, my name is Chris, and I discovered the podcast a few weeks ago, and I've been binging to catch up. Love the conversation you two have, especially since I'm a young gay black man. Anyway, which, thank you, by the way, for loving the show. Thank you so much. Appreciate you for listening. Um, Anyway, I met this guy on Jacked a few months ago, and things went from grabbing lunch on campus to drinks off campus to spending nights inside of each other. Oh, Okay. Okay. <laughs> Everything was good. <laughs> we were getting pretty serious, but I just found out he has an OnlyFans and freak Twitter account that I knew nothing about. He doesn't post his face, but is it weird that I'm struggling with taking him seriously or wanting uh, to further things with him because of these accounts? All I can think of is my friends hitting the group chat with, bitch, get into all this dick. <laughs> <laughs> 
and it, and it be my boyfriend, that would be a gag. Uh, what if they find him, real, realize it's him, and I have to bring him around them knowing they've seen all of him? Mm. Help a kinda in love ass nigga out. Thanks. <laughs> um, I died at the bitch. You get into all okay. this. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and you guys, he actually wrote the bitch out. It's hilarious. Right. <laughs> um, Malik, would you f- be comfortable dating with dating someone that had um, that was on OnlyFans or oh. had a free Twitter account where they were, you know, doing the do? Yeah, when they're doing the do, you know what? I'm assuming I, I find out after it. It, you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't matter how I find out. I don't know. That's a, that's mm. a that's a tough question. Um. And an OnlyFans account to me suggests that you have a subscription, obviously, mm-hmm. and you are a paid sex worker. I do think sex work is legitimate work. Let me be clear and say that. Um, and it pays because I was discussing with one of the gentlemen that's that's pretty popular on there, and he gets like five k a month, like a, a month, like over five wow. k a month. Yeah, and that's good money just to that's be fucking after a few times a week. You know. And he doesn't even have sex; he just shows his body. Oh wow! Okay, so he just does cam shows. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that's I don't what I'm think saying, he has sex so. I don't follow him, but in the stuff that I've seen. Okay. Fucking, so I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. So I'm torn. If if I found out my man torn was fucking on OnlyFans, I probably would just go ahead and just chuck the deuces up and let him go, only because of the fact that I don't I don't like to have my goodies out for for public view. Right. Personally, I I just much rather I'm a lot I'm a lot more private with my body and and I would like my man to be a lot a lot more private with his body as well so I would not want my friends or my family or my fans to be able to Google search my man and to see him up here on Twitter fucking somebody down to the ground that's just not what I would want so you listen you're in college you have plenty of time let his ass go that's not the look you're looking for just let him go You'll find somebody else. Right. Um, I don't. <laughs> First of all, let me reiterate. Sex work is legitimate work. And I have no issue with anyone that does sex work. If you can get the bag in your panties, get the bag in your panties. Okay. Um, I personally don't think <laughs> I would be able to do it. I don't even post myself on social media. Like. I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is with me and privacy. I, I, I cherish privacy, and I also cherish people not being in my business. And I just kind of feel like I don't know if I, I would be able to deal with everyone being like. Vaughn oh, and Dupont. Vaughn, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He, oh, he, oh, I saw I see him. Yeah, his video. And then, like, me being me. You would also have to be like an amazing. You would have to be amazing at your job <laughs> because what you're not going to be doing is slanging no mediocre dick. And then like we go together, and then everybody thinks that I'm just mediocre, or like you throwing mediocre ass, and like everybody just think I'm getting mediocre. Like that's not popping. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you would have to okay, be like so a one. Okay, so would you with the most popinest porn star? Like, I mean, this he is top grade. He he's at the top of his game. 
everyone knows him. He's he's the Beyonce of verse niggas. He's the Beyonce of verse niggas. Would you go ahead and give him a give him a chance to be your man? I, maybe I don't know. Like ah. I think that would take away from some of the quote unquote shame. I'll be honest, if we're being transparent. But even then, I honestly don't think I could because I'm like, I don't want everyone to know what my nigga is doing. Okay. Like, I'm the kind of person that would be in a relationship and get married and then y'all wouldn't even know until like after the fact. Like, I'm the nigga that pulls up to brunch like, hey, everyone, this is my husband. Husband? Y'all, what? When did that happen? Exactly. So, like... I don't think I could be that person and and date someone that's like out there, out there. Yeah. Yeah. Me either. But like Malik said, you are very young. You have time. Um, I would say discuss it with him and see if he's willing to, you know, stop doing the things that he's doing. Um, I, mean, I don't even think might, they, 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 you should ask him to stop. I, think I was just going to say, he might resent you. Want. You might He might resent you for that, or that yeah. might cause tension between you two. But if you're not comfortable, I think he's... Also, he, I think he's deserving of being with someone that is comfortable with mm-hmm. whatever his choices are, right? I think if I was a sex worker, I would want to date someone that's proud of me and like, yeah, my, my nigga out here on the internet doing whatever he doing and what. yeah. So I think it kind of goes both ways. You're you are deserving of someone that you're more comfortable with, and I think he's the more deserving of someone that's comfortable with whatever his actions are. So you might want to just chuck up them deuces, Chris. Yeah. Just just chuck up the deuces. That oh my God, Chris and deuces. I did not plan that out, and it worked. Deuces. Wow. We're not gonna do that. We're not. Yeah, cut, cut his ass loose. Yeah. Ask yourself what you want, what kind of man you want to be with. Compare your type versus your preference. And ask yourself, is the man you ultimately want to be with, although you're just having fun right now in college, but still, date date, date for what for what you want, not for the, not for the moment. Um, right. uh, ask yourself, is, is, is the man that I want to be with for the rest of my life, is he going to be an OnlyFans account holder, subscriber, performer? If, if if that's in your future, then go along with it. If that's right. not in your future, let it go. Let it go. Like Keisha Cole said, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Let Come it go. On, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got the vocals for <laughs> But that is it for this week's show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, please make sure you tell people about the show if you have any queer friends or if you have any heterosexual friends or like, you know, non-binary, whatever they are. Tell people about the show, please. Um, Make sure you're rating us five stars on iTunes. Um, You can listen to the show on Spotify now. I want to reiterate that. Um, So if you are someone that prefers to consume your content on Spotify, please find us on Spotify. Just type in Growing Up Gay and you'll see our profile. Um, Make sure... You are following us on social media. Yeah. You can follow, follow me on Twitter at underscore V-A-U-N or on Instagram at Vonagram. It's blank right now. Maybe it'll change. I don't know. It's loading. It's loading up. It's loading. Right. Mm-hmm. And Malik? 
Malik, follow me on Twitter at Yo Malik, Y-O-M-A-L-I-K. Follow me on Instagram at Malik Khalid Yoga. Yeah, man. Follow us. Yes, thank you all so much for tuning in. We hope you have a phenomenal week. We out. Holla. Bye.